0: is that he pays us for our deeds, mida keneged mida, measure for measure. On one level, this means that the reward for a good act is prorated according to the measure of its goodness. A moderately good act receives a moderate reward. An extremely meritorious act receives a proportionately greater reward. So too with punishment. A lesser sin receives a lesser punishment. An egregious sin receives a more severe punishment. Furthermore, mida k'neged mida means that rewards and punishments are meted out with a kind of poetic justice. For example, someone who uses his money for good, for example, by giving tzedakah, will find his bank account expanding. Someone who uses his money inappropriately, for example, by purchasing the means to engage in improper behavior, might find his bank account decreasing. On a superficial level, we tend to think of all of this as a matter of fairness. Although that is certainly part of it, the characteristic of mida keneged mida has a much deeper root, a root which takes us to the essential difference between Judaism and idolatry. In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Yisroi, we read that Moshe Rabbeinu's father-in-law Yisro heard about the miracles of Yitzhius Mitzrayim, and he was so inspired that he left his home in Midian which is somewhere to the east of Eretz Yisrael and traveled to the Midbar where the Bnei Yisrael were encamped after their exit from Mitzrayim. Moshe Rabbeinu greeted him and told him all about the miracles that had occurred and Yisro rejoiced. Asher he rejoiced about the fact that Hashem had rescued the Bnei Yisrael, from the hand of the Egyptians. And then we read in Perek Yud Ches, Pesach Yud. And Yisro said, Blessed is Hashem who rescued you from the hand of Egypt, and from the hand of Pharaoh. That he rescued this, the nation from under the hand of Mitzrayim now i know Kigadol hashem that, that hashem is greater than all the gods kiva because kiva because in that thing that they plotted to harm the bnei yisrael in the same way that the egyptians plotted to harm the bnei yisrael alehem that same thing came back upon then Let us examine several Rashi comments on this posik. First of all, Yisro says, Now I know. What does it mean, now I know? So Rashi says, Really, I recognized Hashem in the past. I already recognized Hashem. And now, even more. The moral explains here that the reason Rashi is saying this is because we know already from Parsha Shamos that Yisray had been the leader of the Midianites, and he was a priest to Aveidazara, to idolatry, but as Rashi says in Peric Base, Pasik Tezion, for that Yisray of his own volition, after his own investigations, had separated himself from idolatry. He quit the practice of idolatry. He had already recognized the monotheistic idea. So therefore, says the Maral, Rashi had a a question. He does not state the question explicitly, but as so often is the case, we can see that his comment is coming to answer an implicit question, and the implicit question is, why is Yisroy saying, Atoyadati? Now I know that Hashem is greater than all other gods. He knew it already. He had already separated himself from some sometime before. But so Rashi says the answer is what he means, Atoyadati, means now I really know. Before I was Makir, before I recognized it. But now, Beoyser. Now I know it even more. Now I really know it. This is a very fine example of of something that Rashi does over and over and over, is that he bases his comments on a ha'orah, on a question that he has based on a previous Pesach, or a previous comment that he himself has made. Let's continue in the Rashi here. So Yisra says, Now I know that Hashem is greater, mikol ho Elohim, from all of the deities, Says Rashi, Malamed Makir This teaches us that Yisrael was familiar with all of the idols in the world. He had not left over any Avodesh that he had not tried out, that he had not worshipped. So he says, I know, I know now that Hashem is greater than not just a few idols that he was familiar with. Kol Ho Elohim, all of the idols. And Rashi continues, Rashi says, We should explain this Pesach according to the Aramaic translation of Onkelis. And Rashi here paraphrases the Targum. dimu With water, the Egyptians attempted to destroy the Bnei Yisrael. Para decreed that every newborn Jewish boy should be thrown into the river. So they intended to destroy us through water nevdu and they, the Egyptians, were destroyed by water at Yam Suf. So we see here that Yisro noted that Hakadosh Baruch Hu paid back the Egyptians mida keneged mida. The question is, why was this so important to Yisro? If we would think about, uh, for example, if we would think about sometimes non-Jews who convert to Judaism, what attracts them? Uh, They're attracted to the idea of monotheism rather than the really untenable uh, philosophical, philosophical position that there is more than one God. They're attracted to the warmth of Jewish customs, of the Jewish family. I wouldn't say that there are too many converts that came to Judaism because they saw the idea of mita koneged mida, and that's what tipped the scales and made them become Jews, as Yisro became a Jew. What is it about mita koneged mida, this badover asher zadu Alehim, that thing with which they plotted, that very thing came back to destroy them, why is that the the point that convinced him to become a Jew. So we have here a comment by Svarno, by Rabbi Obadiyah Svarno, one of the great commentators, much later than Rashi, but I think something he says here fits into Rashi very well. Let's read a little bit of the words of the Svarno. He says, Ki Yisrael recognized that Hashem rescued the nation with that thing itself asho zadoham misriyam alayhim sheyis al yisrael that thing itself that the egyptians plotted to do to the Yisrael, to the jews etc wazeho yon this was shaharag bikhrayhim kama shahargo misriyam kol benay le israel he explains uh, he gives another example besides what Rashi says. He says that he, the Hashem killed the firstborn of the Egyptians just as the Egyptians had killed the firstborn child of every Jew when they said, Kol ha-yiloid, Although it's really not so clear in that Pesach that it's talking about the firstborn, but Hashem killed their children. That's mida Keneg, Midah that they tried to kill our children. And Sfarno continues, And Hashem drowned the Egyptians in the sea, similar to the way that they drowned our children in the river. Etc. And He hardened their heart after they did not listen willingly. Now, listen to the next sentence. With this, Hashem showed his greatness, that he was greater than all the other supposed deities. No nation had ever thought that any one of their gods was able. They never imagined that there was any one of their idols, even one of their uh, gods of various forces of nature, that could pay measure for, ne- for measure in every matter. <inaudible> what they did think was <inaudible> they thought that each god could pay measure for measure, but only in one special area. For example, if they believed in the the god of rivers, so if somebody somehow uh, sinned against the river, so the river god could drown him. Uh, they believed in the uh, uh, the god of the wind. If someone had somehow misbehaved, so the the god of wind might blow him over. But the idea that there is one god who could pay measure for measure, no matter what the sin, that no nation ever entertained that thought because it didn't make any sense since each of their gods was limited to a particular area of potency, so, of course, that god could not pay back Midah, and Midah in all areas. And with this, we can say that this is also the idea behind what Rashi and really what the Targum are saying. That Yisro already had come to a certain conclusion that the various idols are, they're not the real thing. He was he already had recognized the one great God, Hashem. But now, what really tipped the scales for him was zodu that in that thing, in that very matter that the Egyptians plotted to use against us, as Rashi says, namely, the water in which they intended to drown us, the water is what drowned the Egyptians. The fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu in each particular detail, could pay back the Egyptians, mida mida, that was the proof that Hashem is Godel mikol Elohim, and that is why Yisro came to the Midbar to join Klal Yisrael. Based on this principle, we can understand a puzzling verse in Parsha's bow. After Moshe Rabbeinu warns Paro about the plague of locusts, Pharaoh's servants convince the king to allow Bnei Yisrael to go out to the wilderness to bring Corbonis, as they had requested. When Moshe informs Paro that all of Bnei Yisrael, including their sons, their daughters, and their youth, will go, Paro again has a change of heart. And we read in Perik Yud Te Moshe and Moshe said to Paro,nu unu Ne, we will go with our youth and with our elders, Venenu Uvivnosenu, with our sons with our daughters, Bitsaenu Uivkoenu, with our flocks of sheep and our herds of cattle, Nelech we will go, Kihag hashem Lonu, because this is a chag, hag hashem. This is a festival for Hashem so then Paro said to Moshe let Hashem be with you in this way but when I send you out you and your little children see, take note because evil is in front of your faces now, what does that mean? Rashi tells us that we should explain this according to the Targum. Once again, Rashi says that we should explain this according to the Targum. Targum Unkelas here says, the evil that you are uh, thinking of doing, this evil plan that you have, that you're going to go out to the Midbar to bring Korbanais together with all your children, Male and female, elders, and all of your animals, l- me, the kabel apechon liyistachora, back in your faces. It will come around. The Ranban explains in his his analysis of the Targum that Paro understood that really Moshe Rabbeinu had no intention of returning to Mitzrayim, and therefore Paro warned him, he threatened him, and he says, this evil that you are planning to do, it's going to come back in your face, you're not going to be able to get out of here, and it's going to be mida kineged mida. If one looks in the uh, super commentary on Rashi, Moskal the David, you will see that uh, he also explains similarly to this in his analysis of Rashi. So Paro is saying to Moshe Rabbeinu, look, I know you're up to no good, and since you're up to no good, so no good is going to come right back in your face and harm you. Now, what's puzzling about the Pesach is the part where Paro says, Yehi Hashem imachem. May Hashem be thus with you. Is Paro giving us a bracha? Is he blessing us? What is the meaning of those words? And I think the answer, the explanation, is as follows. Paro was saying to Meishu Rabbeinu, I see that you really want to run away. And I see that you really think that Hashem is going to help you do this. So Paro said to Meishu Rabbeinu, If Hashem is really God, if He is really the one and only God, as you say He is, and He is with you, As you claim? So, you know what's going to happen to you for your dishonesty? You know what's going to happen to you for your plot to escape your slavery? Your evil thought will come right back in your face, Mida Kenegan Mida. Because since you think that Hashem is the master of the entire universe, and therefore he and he alone is able to pay back. Mida Keneged Mida, as we previously explained. So, therefore, okay, let Hashem be with you. And I'll tell you what's going to happen. Just as you are trying to escape, Hashem is going to pay you Mida Keneged Mida, and he's not going to let you escape. That's going to be, that in itself is going to be your punishment. Paro was not giving us a blessing. He was saying, listen, I'll take a page out of your own book, I'll attack you with your own philosophy you believe that Hashem is the one and only God and that only He can pay back mita, Mida. I hope that He does. And I, I guarantee you that He will. Of course, Paro miscalculated, but I think that is the, uh, this is the way that we can understand this puzzling phrase in this Pasuk. Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph. Author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com/minagainbemor.